Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kitchen Counter Talks. I'm your host, Alyssa. And I'm Jordan. And this week, we have a super special guest, somebody I admire so much, my mom. Say hi, mom. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've got a super fun interview that we're going to do uh, with her because she has some really good advice, has some really good stories, and we're just going to chit-chat about everything. Um, but before we do that, as always, Jordan, what's up? How's it going? It is going well. Yeah, I am a little tired this morning. I was at um, a friend's dinner last night. One of like Alex's choir friends. Mm-hmm. They made us all dinner last night, and it was so good. So fun. fun, but I stayed up past my bedtime, which oh, is gosh. like now turned into like 10 o'clock on yeah. weekends. Like I wasn't even out late and I'm like tired. It's just so <laughs> funny how it just wrecks you the next day yeah. when you're out later than you normally are. Totally. weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how about you guys? Well, we are in Madison this weekend for... Nick's school. It's his first weekend where he's actually doing classes in person. And that's really fun for me because I get to tag along <laughs> while he's in school all day and hang out with, with my us. mom. Yeah. Yay. My mom and my dad. And then the dogs are together, which is super fun too. Yes. And what have we done? We've really just hung out and drove around. Went to Walmart. That was We fun. did go to Walmart. Nice. I'm like fun. on this. There's this family that I follow on the internet, um, and the it's called they're the McKnight family, Brooklyn and Bailey, and then their oh, mom. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I just found them, and I started using Brooklyn and Bailey's face wash. Oh yeah, and I really liked it. And so then I was like, huh, if this is good, I bet their mom stuff is good. So then I started using yeah. their mom's shampoo, and so I had to go restock, and I just oh, bought fun. some new goodies. But I think they only sell them at Walmart and online. So okay, I was like, mom, the one thing we have to do this weekend is go to Walmart, and she's like, Walmart, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's the did. exciting thing we're gonna yeah, do. <laughs> that was it. But no, we did that, and then what else did we do? We, we just drove around. We found a really good restaurant that we ate at, and that was really that was fun. Good. And nice. then um, we just kind of hung out. Oh, we also watched, I think, did you mm. watch the, what's that movie? Knives Out. Knives Out and yes. The Glass Onion. Have you seen both yes. of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Nick and I just watched The Glass Onion two weeks ago or something, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. did too. We did, yep. So then we thought, well, we might as well watch, watch. Knives Out because it's yeah. the, kind of the wrong order, but that's okay. It doesn't really like matter what order you watch them in, though. Yeah, because I, I didn't even realize. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was good. <laughs> I love those types of movies. So Me too. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, that's what we've been up to. Nice. So should we jump into some interview yeah, I'm so Question excited. Or? This is like Let's our first interview. It's oh our gosh. first real one. Oh well, my gosh. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're super excited to have you. And kind of like I said in the beginning, you're somebody that I really admire 
And throughout my life, you've always given me really good advice and you've just gone through a lot of things that I think are really relatable to the type of audience that we have. Mm-hmm. And so we just kind of picked a couple of questions that we'll dig into some of those things and some of the things that we typically talk about. Okay. We just kind of want to hear your story and your thoughts on Sounds stuff. Sounds good. So it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Jordan, do you want to ask the first question? Yes. Okay. So we talk a lot about being in college and friendships that we have had throughout life. When you were in college, you were in a sorority for a little bit. How did you like it? What was the best part and what was the hardest part? Okay, that's a good question. I was I went to the University of Minnesota my first year of college and it was a very big school. So I decided that I needed to do something to connect with people. So I went to Rush Week and I was asked to join two different sororities. And not just two sororities, but like the top two sororities. I know. I know. She found out afterwards, but she got asked to go to the top two sororities. Yeah. So I chose one, and it was a really nice sorority. The people were lovely. It was very fun. And I got more connected at the University of Minnesota, but I just, the school was too big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I, I was connected with people, but I decided to change schools shortly, you know, like shortly after my after. first year. Yeah. And I went to St. Thomas. But yeah, I think we can relate to that because Jordan and I, we both mm-hmm. obviously went to Eau Claire and I loved the size of it because yeah. it was still big, exactly. but I think it was like the perfect size where yeah. I didn't feel like I was completely overwhelmed with people where if I went to a big school like that, I think I would have felt the same it's yeah. ex- and St. Thomas was smaller back then. Now it's much larger, but it was a smaller school and a mm-hmm. way better fit for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the sorority part of it was just nice to connect with people. Um, and make and, friends. Yeah, I made friends. It was very social and that was fun. But that was also hard for me because I like to go to bed at nine o'clock. So it was a hard too. I mean, it was like hard for me and fun for me. It was social, but yeah, yeah. it was good. I feel like Jordan and I have talked about this before where we both say that we don't think we could have ever been in a sorority. And I think it's for yeah. a couple of reasons just because, you know, like there's a stigma around like girls being catty and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard with big groups of girls like that. Whereas Jordan and I, when we just had our friend group and we just had like each other yeah. as roommates, we thought that was perfect. But did you, when you were in a sorority, did you notice any of that? Or do you feel like you've found a good group through that? I found a good group through that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you connect with the people that you connect with, whether you're in mm-hmm. a sorority or whatever it is you're doing in life and I Mm -hmm. connected with some really nice people Mm -hmm. so I would say there's always that other part of that too where there's dramatics and whatever but for the most part it was I connected with some really nice girls so it was fun Mm -hmm. good yeah and it's kind of like that thing that we talk about where you're drawn to people who are like you Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's a good way or a good you know, that's probably how you did it because you were who you were and then you were able to find the people that were like you. Absolutely. And yeah. that's what happened. It was okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, another thing that we wanted to talk about was that Jordan and I, we both talked about how we continued to do sports throughout college. Jordan did dance and I continued to play 
hockey and you did that too you were on the club or you were on the sorry the swim team at St. Thomas Mm -hmm. how did you like that I loved it again it was so I I swam my whole life I started swimming when I was eight years old and I just got burned out I swam through high school and in college I just decided I'm done Mm -hmm. and my senior year in college at St. Thomas I had to take an and um athletic like a class class <laughs> and so i chose the swimming class and the coach of the swim team happened to be the instructor and one thing led to another and i ended up joining the swim team he asked me to join the swim team so i swam my senior year in college and it was a blast and i don't regret taking 3 years off but it was really just a wonderful time. It was really a great thing for me. That is really fun. Yeah. Were you, was it hard to take that time off and then just jump into it senior year again? I feel like that'd be so intimidating. No, because if you're like a lot of sports, if you've done it growing up, you're kind of a natural. I was a natural swimmer, so it just, I, I just got right into it. And just jumped right back into it. I was ready. I was ready yeah. to, I loved working out and I, I just loved the people that I swam with. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really nice. And with that, what was it like balancing swimming and school that last year of school? That was hard because it was my <laughs> senior year mm-hmm. and we worked out in the morning and mm-hmm. we worked out in the afternoon. Oh gosh. And then I had to study like in the evenings. It was hard, but I would do it all over again. We ended up going to nationals. We had a relay team that did really well. Oh, oh. And so we went to nationals. And that was even, it was just, it was worth it. Yeah, that's really cool. Did it take convincing to get you to do it again? Or when the coach asked you, you were just like, yeah, why not? Convincing. (laughs) I wasn't ready to, I know, because I didn't know who was on the team. And yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't been swimming for three years competitively, so yeah, I wasn't quite sure. But I ended up doing it and was glad. Yeah. And now right. today I swim. I go to the health club yeah. and swim because that's my sport, and I just feels good. feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun when you have something like that that you can just always go back mm-hmm. to. I feel like, Jordan, for you and I, I feel like that's kind of always been running or just like yeah. group exercise classes. But I think the one yeah. thing you and I always go back to is like, I'm just going to go on a run. Like, whatever's yeah. going on, if I'm having a bad day, I just need to run this out. And, and the other thing is it's a confidence builder. If yeah. you're mm-hmm. a kid and you're really good at something, or as an adult, you can just go and do something because mm-hmm. you're good at it and you know you're good. Mm-hmm. It's It gives you confidence, and I think yeah. that's great. Mm-hmm. And just all those happy chemicals that it lets go oh, in your brain. Yes. <laughs> I love those endorphins. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's drug. the best. Yeah. Like, Um, One of your jobs after college was being a flight attendant. What did you learn the most being a flight attendant and being on your own traveling the world? You grow up really fast Mm -hmm. because you were in... I traveled all over the place. I was... My first year, I think I was in Ireland, England several times, um, Scotland, just all over the place and domestically. And you 
are in these other countries and you just have to be careful and you're with other crew members, but you don't always know them. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a very growing up time in your life. But again, it gives you confidence and Mm -hmm. it's all of those things, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Did you get to explore those places when you traveled there? Yes. I mean, I, our layovers were always at least 24 hours, okay. sometimes longer than that. So in some places we stayed longer than others. I was in England once for four days and then I came back, I mean, on a layover. So I had four days to myself to just go explore and I had yeah. a friend with me. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Yeah. How did you get through those hard days when you were alone and feeling lonely and you're on a completely, you're on the opposite side of the world and you're, I called my mom. I literally (laughs) called my mom. I mean, she was my go-to for everything. And I just, I would call her and she would just make me feel better. Yeah. So I just called her and I read a lot. That helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just have to do a lot of self-care. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because I remember when I I was fortunate enough to go to Portugal with my work company last year. Mm-hmm. And I was going to meet, you know, a couple hundred people that I knew really well. But the traveling from the U.S. into Europe was so hard for me. And I remember I did that same thing. I was at the airport so overwhelmed on my way there. And I just called you and dad crying. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. And And so I can't imagine what, like how that was like when you did that all the time. You learned, I mean, but you survived it. Yeah. You know, you survived it and you got through it. And if you had to travel like that again, It'd be easier. Yeah, it'd be easier. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's kind of how that is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one <laughs> thing that I've always admired about you is that no matter what's going on in your life, you always find the joy in some of the darkest moments. And I want to know, have you always been that way? And what's the key to living life like that? Life happening to me. And yeah. I'll tell you... Um, a couple of really like big things happened in my life. One was I was dating this guy in high school and college, and he broke up with me our senior year. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> and I just wasn't expecting it. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And that I was pretty crushed for a while. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was ended up being a... A okay. good thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seemingly it worked out in the end. And then the other thing that really was life-changing for my family was when I was 27 years old, my mom had come to visit me. And on her way home, she was killed in a car accident. Hmm. So nobody saw this coming. It was, yeah. you know, you're just, I didn't even know how do you process this? And we were all in shock. And it was the most awful thing that I could have ever imagined because she was my best friend Mm -hmm. and she was gone. And that was what I was always afraid of. And I think for me, um, I survived it. Mm -hmm. Life goes on and you're all good. Um, And I miss her. 
I mean, I miss her every day to this day. Right. But I know she's good because a couple of really neat things happened and kind of came at that time. Mm-hmm. So the accident happened. We all went back to my parents' house. I was living in um, a different city then. So we went back to my mom and dad's house. And my mom had on the kitchen table a, she had a like a napkin holder. It was a wooden napkin holder. And on that, she had taped a picture of Jesus with his hand over a car. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, Do you know why she did that or what no. her significance no, was behind that? No, Oh, my all. goodness. I have no idea, but we got home, and that was there. And the other thing, that this is kind of a funny story, but <laughs> so about a month or two before she passed away, she just had decided that she didn't want to be buried. She wanted to go to the mausoleum, so you're in a crypt and you're like <laughs> higher up off the ground. Oh boy. <laughs> so she called there and she was talking to a lady and she was telling me this story and we were both laughing. But the lady was talking to her and she said, Oh, I think you're just going to love it here. Because she just wanted to get, get some information about being in a mausoleum. <laughs> My mom thought that was hilarious. So oh, when she passed away, we knew right what we were we knew what we were going to do yeah that's but it seems like you just had some like even though that like I can't even imagine going through something like that but you found just like little moments of joy in that mm-hmm. and it's like seems like God gave you like little moments or little oh, pieces I, of things that that's the only way you get through it yeah for me that was my next question my how did you get through like going through something like that especially at such a young age only being 27 yeah my sister was 24 and oh my gosh when my mom passed away my sister had a dream like two two or three nights after she died and she said mom came to me last night and I said okay and she said she was standing in the doorway and she was holding lemon poppy seed muffins and she said to me, I'm okay. <laughs> well, the day that she was in the car accident, guess what she brought to my house? Lemon, lemon poppy, poppy seed seeds. <laughs> my sister had no idea. Oh my that gosh. That is so crazy. Full was, body chills. Yeah. Oh my uh-huh. gosh. No, it was really so... And she said, I'm okay. And yeah. my sister felt really good. Yeah. And I mean, it's just things like that. You're just one more thing. I keep talking, but no, that's why you're here. (laughs) (laughs) So after my mom passed away, one of the things that we all did as a family, we always said, I love you before we hung up the phone Mm -hmm. because you don't know. I mean, and I, I don't mean to be morbid, but that's, yeah. When you you go through something like that, so I, I say, I love you all the time to my kids you know Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. my friends Mm -hmm. just because it's important because you just don't know Mm -hmm. yeah that's really good advice really good so and so back to your question about why do I not how did you say you were talking about how I how do you find the joy or how do you you just even as you go through the darkest things you're always so joyful how do you do it what gets you through it okay because 
I've had really big things happen and all the rest mm-hmm. of it is just small stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get through it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. just do. Mm-hmm. It's all small stuff. Yeah. So I don't I don't worry. And I I have family members who worry. Mm-hmm. And I I'll just raise don't. My hand. <laughs> we all we do all at some that. point, but I, I choose not to because mm-hmm. what's it it doesn't yeah. do me any good. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So, and you've always had your faith too. Oh, that's that what that's what gets me through everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Gets me through everything. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. Um, slight transition. How did you know that Dad was the one? When did you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say. So I, I prayed a lot about this because I had. I would say commitment problems because, <laughs> well, I just, I was, I did not, I worried that something would happen to someone that I really cared about. Mm-hmm. Does, I mean, it makes sense with, I guess, what I went Absolutely. through. So I mm-hmm. just, cho- I just didn't commit to people or things. I just was very careful about all that. And mm-hmm. so I was praying about it. And I had gone out for dinner with, a friend of mine and she lived in Plymouth and oh boy who did I run into that night when we were out mm. I ran into the boyfriend who dumped me in college mm. he was divorced mm. this is while you were dating dad right yes we were dating at that point mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't commit but I was I I was praying about it and so I was at this restaurant where I normally didn't go to, and I ran into the ex-boyfriend, and he asked for my phone number. So I gave it to him, and Todd knew that I was going to meet him just for... Because he asked you to go to dinner. He asked me to go out, so I just said, I will. I didn't tell him anything Mm -hmm. about what was going on in my life. But after I met with him and spent a couple hours with him, I knew... (laughs) Mm-hmm. that Todd was the one <laughs> and he wasn't a bad guy but it just it gave you the closure it sounds absolutely. like absolutely yeah and I made the right choice a hundred percent because you need somebody who's always got you back mm-hmm. who loves you more than anything mm-hmm. so at that point I knew then and then we got engaged shortly thereafter because mm-hmm. oh. I was ready for it yeah yeah I love that so yeah but I prayed about it a lot. I really did. Yeah. God answered my prayer by putting Scott mm-hmm. in that restaurant, and mm-hmm. I got my closure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah, Scott yeah. for closure, and he gave it to you. I mm-hmm. did. Very much so. Yeah. Love that. Well, you have already given us a ton of amazing advice, but what is the best advice you were ever given? Okay. I think one of the things when Alyssa and Ty were babies, little ones, mm-hmm. one girl said, if mama ain't good, ain't nobody good. <laughs> and so as a mom with young kids for you girls, boys who, ha- who are thinking about starting a family, just make sure that you take care of yourself first mm-hmm. because everybody else will be fine. Yeah. But the mom thing takes up so much of your life and it's a blessing, but 
my therapy was going to Target on Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd would take the kids to open houses or... He'd take us to breakfast. Breakfast or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did Target therapy Saturday mornings. And that reset, I reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you guys took a nap, I took a nap with you. I didn't care if the house was messy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I just, I, you have to take care of yourself. Well, and at it's that like, time. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jay. It's like the analogy on the airplane, like you need to put your oxygen mask yeah, on first before yeah. you can put others on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I was yeah. going to say, at that time too, you were still doing, like being a flight attendant and you were flying overnight. Because I remember you'd leave right as I was about to go to bed. I know, I did overnight. And then you'd come back in the morning. Ugh, oh, wow. Six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My. Ugh four-year-old self was like all right mom's probably just sleeping on the plane yeah, <laughs> now that I'm this age I'm like holy crap how yeah. did you manage but well you had a nice grandma that took care of you too yeah so that was helpful yeah that was really nice but that's why I quit flying because I wanted to stay home yeah mm-hmm. yeah do that overnight anymore no um okay so this last question that we have for you before we kind of switch what we're doing um jordan and i love god stories and we're always talking about them and anytime we have a god thing happen to us we're like the first ones to text each other and tell about it um do you have any that are your favorite that have happened to you oh i just told you several i think you did tell us several. i did <laughs> i think a lot of the god stories that happened in my life after my mom passed away are probably my favorite just because it gave Mm -hmm. me a real sense of peace that she was okay and that Mm -hmm. I can I can do this Um, and I think that I don't know so I would say the the stories that I've told afterwards yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I really like that you've always been so open and sharing your God stories just with anyone and everyone who will listen because then I think from a young age it taught me how to keep an eye open for them and like one of the things Mm -hmm. that I told you was when I was super little I never met your mom because she passed away before I was born Mm -hmm. but she came to me in a dream and like introduced herself and she like had just this bright light behind her and she literally just looked like an angel and she like mm-hmm. said hi Ellie I'm your grandma Betty yeah and oh my like, gosh I just got like the most vivid dream I've ever and to this day I still remember and I must have had that dream when I was four or five and then um, my dad's mom she passed away just at the end of last year and a few weeks after she passed away she came to me in a dream and gave me like the mm-hmm. biggest hug ever and just said I'm okay mm-hmm. and I, it's just like things like that like those God stories I feel like are what get you through hard times or like just get you through mm-hmm. life oh, anyway absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah no I think those are so good mm-hmm. um so to kind of end out this episode we were thinking we've all got some similarities and the books we read tv shows we watch things that we do and so we're just going to do a quick run through of hot takes on topics random topics sounds good so the first one we have a couple of books that the three of us have all read uh they're colleen hoover edition which jordan and i have talked about yes quite a lot on the podcast um and we have three books and we're just going to quick run through and we're each going to give our hot take on them sounds good so the first one november 9th who wants to go first with their hot take (laughs) i will i thought it was kind of 
that was disturbing to me. Yeah. Like, oh, you would read, I don't know, it was like 100 pages and then something. It was just really Uh disturbing. Yeah. My hot take is I like when books do that, especially like more romance books. Mm -hmm. I kind of get... I have noticed lately I get bored during just, like, a love story book. Yes, I So agree. I kind of need, like, something. Yeah. And that was big spice. I don't know if I needed that much spice, yeah. but I liked <laughs> I the agree. spice. That was a lot. I agree. That one, like, hit me, gave me the highest of highs, but then uh-huh. it also gave me the lowest of lows. I was reading it while we were in Hawaii over Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember just driving and slamming the book shut after I yes. finished a chapter and saying, I'm not going to finish this book because it yes, makes me so I did mad. the same. <laughs> but then it's so good. And then it's like, okay, I have to see what happens next. Like, yeah. how do they get through this? And I actually love when books make you feel that way. When yeah. like They've a string of words put together can make you so mad you don't want to read it anymore. Right. Like that's kind of exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I think Queen Hoover is. She's so yeah. good because it's and it was a fast read just because yeah. you go ugh and then you have mm-hmm. to keep reading. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of spice and <laughs> lots of things happening, what did everyone think of Verity? Liz, you want to go? Crazy. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one like. Just so, I I just read that book so fast. It was yeah. just, it was nuts. You just could every. I feel like every page was something new, and you just had to see what is going on. I have to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really. I it was like probably the most messed up book I've ever read, <laughs> but like <laughs> that's funny. Also, so good. Yeah, I agree with what you both said. It was just. <laughs> I read it in Hawaii, and I remember just thinking... Oh, that's right. You did Yeah, I read that. both of those in Hawaii, actually. Or I read You're November reading November and May. Oh, yeah, you did. On you just read back. it. You just but finished Verity, it. But Verity, I read in Hawaii. Yeah. No, that one's so good. And I was glad that I brought it, just because it was... I Yeah, she's a great writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, the last Wait, book... before we go to the next one... Yeah. I was on Be Real the other day, and someone was reading it, and I commented like this is the best book ever and then they commented back are you team manuscript or team letter and it started this whole chain so I want to know from you guys are you team manuscript or team letter which one do you think is true you go first I don't know I have to like jog my memory I know. Because I, I had so such... the the manuscript is like what she was reading in the office, mm-hmm. where it says all the horrible things. Yeah. And then the letter is what she finds at the very end, that... saying J.K. I think I'm more manuscript. I'm. I think I am too. Yeah. I'm manuscript, and yeah. the yeah. the thread on Be Real, everyone was team manuscript. Yeah, I remember that now because I I felt. When I closed the book, I was like, oh. Because who mm-hmm. would do that? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. she. Yeah. I think it was just to save face. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. ha, ha, in case you find that, it was pretend. It's a show. LOL. Right. <laughs> right. Just to mess people up more. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. And our last book that we'll go over is It Starts With Us. The second in the series of It Ends With Us. I love happy endings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I... I really liked that. 
It was yeah. a quick read for me, and it was predictable, but I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same. I lo- I liked just getting to read a happy book. Yeah. And I feel like since it was a Colleen Hoover book, I was, like, waiting for the ball to drop and, like, mm-hmm. something bad to happen. But it kept going back and forth, back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. But then it always was so satisfying with how the back yeah. and forths ended. It was so hard for me, though, because I think I talked about this before. But I read It Starts With Us first, and I was so happy and on such a, like, mm-hmm. book high and just, oh, I love love. And then I read November 9th immediately after, yeah. and it tore my heart out. And I was like, <laughs> I hate love. I can't do it. I know. This sucks yeah <laughs> so what is everybody's thoughts on that one I agree it just was like a happy read it's probably not like my most favorite book ever but I liked when I was reading it I was happy the whole time mm-hmm. and I read like at the end the acknowledgments or whatever it is at the end of the book but she just said she wanted a happy ending because everybody mm-hmm. everybody yeah. wanted, wanted it. that for yeah them. yeah so I think I she think... said too like the TikTok every people were freaking out on tiktok about it ends with us mm-hmm. and she said because of people freaking out needing an ending i was like okay let's give them yeah, an ending absolutely yeah and then real quick what is everybody's favorite book of all time who i'm so bad at this question because i can't remember all the books i've read but honestly verity is up there mm-hmm. yeah i would say lonesome dove it's an mm. old book but i read it yeah, I, I read it in London when I was on a layover, mm. and it was, it's like this thick. It's just crazy thick, but it was such a good read. Mm. I might have to put that on my list. Yeah. My favorite is, people are, it's a really disturbing book, but it's one that I could not put down, and I loved the ending of it, um, Behind Closed Doors. I still haven't read that. I need to... I have it. You can borrow it if you want. Thank have you. I yeah, you have. I think oh. I made you read it. <laughs> it's, it's like when I talk to people about who have read it, they're either like, that was the most disturbing book I've ever read. I can't, like, I hated it. Or they're like, I am obsessed with that book. It was so good. And I'm in the, it was so good. So, okay, I just okay. added it to my want to read bookshelf on Goodreads. Perfect. I'll bring it to you next time I see you so you can. And I'll give it. you uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yes. We'll do a little book Is that swap. the latest? The one that everybody's reading? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, was so good? good. You would really like it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Next, we're going to do quick just some TV shows that we've all watched. So, very first one everyone's thoughts on selling sunsets. Okay, this isn't a shot, a thought on the show, but one of the characters or people on it. Have you guys seen like all the jokes about Heather being pregnant for like the longest pregnancy yeah. ever? Really? <laughs> every time she posts a picture, every single comment is, "This is the longest pregnancy." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because she like three months ago was huge and I was yeah. like okay she's due any day now and now here we are still three months later and, it's and she like, still hasn't had the baby uh-uh yeah. but she definitely looks like she's about to pop but Lauren and I were super curious so we like kept going on her Instagram and we realized mm-hmm. she's recycling pictures oh. so I feel like that what makes her seem like she's been pregnant for a super long time yeah because she has just like, like all these pictures yeah. Yeah, she has been pregnant for a long time because they got married last year, didn't they? I can't mm-hmm. remember, but mm-hmm. I feel like she got pregnant right away. Yeah, I think so. Do you um, like that show, though? I love that show mm-hmm. only because 
It's so dramatic. Yeah, I they love, love the drama. drama. And they're also mm-hmm. extra, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's like next level ridiculous drama, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think Christine will be on the next season? I hope so, because Me I want to <laughs> see where her story ends up. Mm-hmm. I think she will, too. I think she brings enough to net, enough drama that they'll have to. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. I think. Well, I hope so. Okay, how about the show You? Have you guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I personally love that show. I love that show, too. Me, yeah. too. That yeah. one's yeah. really so good. They're coming out with the new season in February. Oh, it's February. Oh, goody. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Because I think I he's love it. London. It just makes you feel so, like, ooh, after. Like, yeah. I don't, that's a show I, like, can't binge for a really long time because I start to feel too, like, ooh. But then it's so hard not to because yes. every episode you're like, okay, but what happens now? Okay, I know, but what happens they hook now? You every time. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah that one's so I good. I love that one. Um, and then what about Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise? I'm a Bachelor fan. Mm-hmm. Where um, there's all the girls. Yeah, I like, I mean, I, I used to watch every single season but now I don't mm-hmm. so much anymore mm-hmm. but are you a pre Chris Harrison fan or a post Chris Harrison fan do you like pre. it better with or without him I liked him yeah, was, yeah. You did you know him? he made his own podcast now and he's telling all all the oh, tea all the all tea the mm-hmm. I need to listen to it but basically I do too. like why he stepped down which was like not his choice so I feel like it would be a good podcast. Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. to share what's Yeah, going I want to know all the secrets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My hot take is Are that you? I'm kind of done with the franchise, except for Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. My thing, I completely agree with that, but my thing is I love going into Paradise knowing... Knowing the people. The backstory. Yes. But I, I, like the past three seasons, I haven't been able to fully finish yeah. the season. Like, I think the last season I finished, I don't remember, maybe, like, Clayton or Peter. And that was forever oh. ago. Those guys were mm-hmm. forever ago. And I think those were the final ones that I, yeah. like, I went through like all the way. Colton and Becca, for me, were the mm-hmm. two last, like, really good seasons. I yeah. liked that season, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those, I just liked all yeah. the girls on Peter's season, yeah, yeah. I like too. Peter and Colton season, like those two groups those of girls, girls. Mm-hmm. I loved. And then who was it? Matt James' season. I didn't like any of those girls. Yeah. And I still can't find really any that I am will follow on the internet because I'm like, you guys are all just so clicky. And Well, even watching like Bachelor in Paradise, it doesn't seem like they're like genuine friends. No. Where on those seasons, the girls actually like, did seem like they became real friends. Yeah, and they all still hang out and mm-hmm. do stuff together and that sort of thing. So, did you guys both watch Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. this last? Mm-hmm. Was it good? Yeah, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't Paradise. Watch it. Yeah. Um, okay, <clears throat> just two questions to wrap up our episode for today. But I know you love to travel. Where is your favorite place to travel? And we'll all say our favorite places. I would say Cayman Islands. Yeah. beautiful there you love the if beaches. you haven't been there check it out yeah All right. it's pretty there yeah jordan how about you 
Um, that's a loaded question because there's so many places I want to go to that I haven't mm-hmm. made it to yet, but probably Arizona, mm-hmm. I would say. There's a lot to do there. Yeah, yeah, I love Arizona. Um, I'd say my favorite would be either Arizona, where we went mm-hmm. for our honeymoon, or Hawaii because yeah. it's just so beautiful Hawaii's there. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. And then our very last question of the day. We know that you love your coffee and you love your wine. True. What's your favorite, coffee or wine? (laughs) I would say coffee. Coffee? Yeah. Jordan, what's your preference? Wine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Lucy? Um, I'd probably say coffee. Everybody's into this dry January kick, Mm -hmm. and I've been seeing all this non-alcoholic wine, and I'm trying to get on that trend. So oh. it might switch in a little bit. Yeah. If I can find I a just good one don't, that I like. I don't like coffee. I love the idea of coffee. I want to mm-hmm. like coffee, but yeah, I just don't. Yeah. It's okay. okay. It's all good. Well, Diane, it was so fun having you on the episode today. Thank Woo-hoo. you. Thank you for having me, ladies. And listeners, if you're not already, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Kitchen Counter Talks Pod, and we will see you next week on the Kitchen Counter. Bye. 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 Bye.